Double XL is one of the top hip hop magazines around. Every year since 2007, they have released their Double XL freshman rankings, featuring their top 10 upcoming artists to watch for. Today on the Going Off Topic podcast, we pick our top five Double XL freshman classes. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything But Credible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauche. Joining me today, the true co-host is back, Dukes. What is going on? How are you doing? It has been a while. What's going on? Foshi, it, ha- it has been a while. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing good, man. I, you know, I hope you're doing the same. You know, um, a little bit of a hiatus. Mm. Uh, life, life things ha- have happened, but we're back here now, man, and uh, it, it feels good. So I, I, I appreciate you, you know, allowing me to step back in. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, we had we had some people fill in. Uh, I think Ellen, like we talked about in the last episode, is co-host number two now, but you always are co-host number one. Uh, Denny from Movie Merch Podcast sent me a message a couple of days ago asking if he is going to be co-host number three. So mm. that, that seat is up for grabs, I think, right now. Um, but him and I are working on a little series that, that I think we're going to be premiering here pretty soon. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but uh, do you remember, you know, do you remember how to, how to do all this? You got all your equipment set up over there. Uh, you know, headphones are on. Mike is ready. I think he's ready to go. I think he's. It's, it's just like it's just like riding a bike. You know, you get back into it. And he's just he's a professional. People, he's a professional. I think I could figure it out. You know, <laughs> and I think that you know whether it be co-host number one, two, three, guest spot, whatever. Anytime that you allow me to to get back on here, you know, I'll, I'll always take advantage of that. But you know, I, I don't know. Everyone listening can't tell, obviously, but we're in a new place now. We're in a new room. We have new sound. Uh, acoustics and dynamics so if you hear some background sound you know it might be a little bit different but uh you know we're, we're much closer to some traffic now so you know just things have, are, are different but that's not slowing us down folks we're still yeah. going all full steam ahead man yeah we are back uh whether it's you or ellen or denny or whoever uh jumps in the seat like i said we're going to be getting back to our regular cadence we've got some good stuff coming up uh the blog is cranking the podcast is going so I think everybody on the uh, Anything Incredible Network, except for Thomas. I mean, he he's been just like a machine over there. I think he rec- like he just banked like 400 episodes, so he has like three years worth of content ready to roll. But uh, everybody's back. I think we we took a nice little summer break, did some episodes here and there, but we're ready to roll. Uh, before we get into our double XL picks, I got to give the listeners. You got to listen to this whole episode. Now I know you should be listening to every episode all the way through, but at the end of this episode, we are going to set up another deal. Uh, where I recommend something to you to watch, you recommend something to me to watch, and then we are going to hop on the podcast um, and do uh, talk about our thoughts, our feelings. The first one we did is you watched The Wire TV shows, and I watched Hereditary and uh, The Witch. So go back and check those out if you haven't seen those or listen to those, or if, just a refresher, uh, check those out. Uh, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to do that at the end of this episode. And then in the next couple of weeks, we will re- watch those things and record those things. I think we set a guideline last time to where it's just going to be movies. If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to, you know, it's only movie. I thought it's what we set, but I can't remember. Uh, but I have a movie, um, I have a couple written down. So once we get to that point, I'm just going to pick one. Um, and we're going to go from there. So, so make sure to listen all the way through. We'll do that right before we do the plugs and all of that. Um, all right. So like I said, we're going to pick our top five double XL freshman class rankings. Um, and were you ever, uh, I don't, you don't strike me as much of a magazine guy. It, it, were you ever like a big, just magazine in general, were you ever like a big magazine guy or just, you, know, you just, you know, not, not at all. 
No, no, I know. I, I never got into the magazines. I mean, I think we talked about this before on a right. couple of other episodes, but my only magazine consumption was East Bay for shoes. Mm. And I would get when I was really younger, much younger, I would get Game Informer, I think it was or oh, something yeah. for like video games. You know, that was the only way that you could know what new releases were, were coming out. This is Earl. I mean, late 90s, you know, Internet still sketchy time zone. But no, I, I I never followed Double XL as a magazine, but I did know and was very aware of this freshman list and everything that went around it because this came out or started really, I would say, right in our primes when we were really, at least, I don't know, I think a lot of people start kind of getting into to hip-hop music if you're not all the way in. You know, this for us, Foshi, I don't know if you if this rings a bell for you. For me, I, I, I remember it like it was yesterday, but it was about halfway through our high school career uh, in the early to mid 2000s, I think it says officially that it started in 2007. And why it stuck such a core with me is because, first of all, the artists that they were choosing were already somewhat, especially in the early on days, like known commodities. M- many of them were kind of already either on the radio or, were, you know, this was also back in the time when mixed the mixtape world was just on fire by the way this is literally leading into just the the most crazy and awesome in my opinion mixtape time frame and so this was way back when i'm actually ordering them this is when this started this is when i was ordering my mixtapes from online i'm Mm. getting them in these super sketchy cases and they're the sometimes they work sometimes they don't there's all of these sites there's dat piff is blowing up it's crazy you know all these things that are happening and then also on the side of this is things like LimeWire and all of these um, softwares are out there allowing us to download all of these songs whenever we want so we don't even have to go buy the mixtapes we can just go get you know so all this stuff so we're getting flooded with all of this hip-hop and then on top of that they create this whole which I think they did a great job early on with which was create this whole other dynamic which was then you have the double XL you they interview all of them you can then read about their interviews or they record it verbally. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, they do the big thing was the freshman cipher, you know? So then it's like, well, if you don't even know who these people are, that's fine. Cause Hey, here's a cipher for you. And you can kind of get a, a quick snapshot of their vibe, personality, how they rap their style, everything about them. And it's visual. So you get to see that video. So it's like, okay, well, you know, maybe I don't like, you know, uh, the way that so-and-so w- was dressed or the way that he or she wore their hat or, you know, or, but they rap really, you know, I love how they, and so you could just go down all these different avenues of like, oh, I'm going to try out these eight, nine people or whatever it is, you know? And so all that summarizes really, I think really helped me just kind of, at that time I was already deep in hip hop, but it really helped kind of plant my, my feet on the, what I would consider to be kind of more on the underground side of things. Yeah, uh, that, you know, that, that's a great explanation. And, and it, one of the funny things was, you know, started in 2007, like you said, and looking back at some of these old names of guys that, you know, there's a couple on here, 2007, they skipped 2008 for some reason, but 2007, 2009 um, that are still, you know, still going and still, you know, really hit it big. And then some other guys, I'm like, oh, I've never even heard of this guy before. So um, it is really interesting. Um, and it's, it's really cool to look back and see some of this and, I don't know if, if you did this, but I definitely went back on YouTube and listened to some of the old ciphers and like just listened to some of those old ones that they did. And, and just was like, man, this is it, it is really cool when they get, you know, get everybody together and they all do, you know, a cipher and put it together and make it make something out of it. 
uh, yeah, I, I was the same way. I never bought a single double XL magazine, but was still up to date with, you know, who's, who's in the freshman class, who's somebody to check out because this was, you know, up until, you know, I would say up until like social media, like this was the way you found out about new people who was upcoming. You know, I would tell you like, Hey, I saw this guy on, on double XL freshman class, check him out. I think he's pretty good. I think you'd like him just word of mouth stuff. But this magazine with the, the freshman class was, is, and still is like, it's still a huge thing. Like they just released their 2021 list and it's definitely people to go check out and listen to. And now it's, it's like you mentioned back in the day, it was back in the day, like we're, we're so old, but it was so hard to find their music. Now it's, you just go to Apple music or Spotify or wherever you get your music and all, at least an album is out there for these people. So it's so easy to listen to and check out. Um, but yeah, it, it's really cool. Uh, I, I was, it was really interesting. And also I thought it was really interesting that it's only been going since 2007. I, I, when I looked at this list, I was like, Oh man, like I thought there was a lot more and it's usually 10 people uh, per list, but it was, you know, I got five, I obviously picked five, but I got a couple honorable mentions in there too, but um, it was definitely difficult to look back because I thought there was, the list was a lot longer for some reason. So that was interesting. Yeah. And I think to your point about it being old, I mean, you think of 14 years now, that's, that's, that's a pretty good amount of time, you know, and I think there's just, a, I, I think it was a good combination of everything else that was happening. You know, I mentioned about how at that time it was a mixtape game was on fire. Uh, we were downloading songs, you know, all these things. Also, you think about it. 06, 07, that's also at least, I don't know about you, but that's when YouTube was really blowing up for me. You know, that's when YouTube became a thing. That's why I think this really hit off was because the visuals where they were able to like really put this content somewhere, which was awesome. I also remember a big thing on like, I want to say Facebook, maybe somewhere on the socials. There was, oh, for the first like three or four years, I want to say there was a lot of conversation around the actual selections later on it. Uh, and I want to give a heads up to everybody listening too, because I looking at talking about these lists, I am going to sound like the old guy, the old get off my <laughs> lawn guy. I will. But I also think that, you know, a combination of all of these things just kind of made it be with the social media on, uh, you know, talking about who is this the right choice? Is that, how did he or she make it? There's no way, you know, I still do that today. I'm looking at these lists and I'm like, I, what, why why is so and so on here you know what i mean it, it, and it's kind of crazy so i don't know if you're if you plan on um talking about the in the individual years but there are some really really interesting ones on here and some some real artists that uh that i just honestly didn't even don't even remember being <laughs> air quotes a, a on the freshman list i also still to this day listen to old songs that talk about the freshman list that talk about being on it that talk about, you know, hey, I didn't make it, so screw the freshman list. A lot of people say that. And then as coincidentally, I'm also very late, but I'm finishing up Dave, the series, where he just on the episode I was yeah. on in season two just highlighted uh, and, 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 and is showing his experience on the freshman list, which was hilarious, but actually had some of the guys in the show that were on his freshman list reenacting that. I just think it's so funny, you know, so. The freshman list is still a thing, but I will say the credibility, I don't think that it's anywhere where it used to be. I think what happened was, was all of those factors that made it such a cool powerhouse in the beginning became so normal that it kind of just lost its power, its weight, in my opinion. I couldn't even tell you when the last time I focused on a double XL freshman list, even though I know what they are. And looking at the last 
I mean, I one, two, three, I'm saying a solid six years. I mean, I, I wouldn't even been able to tell you any. I mean, I, I know who these people are. There's a, there's definitely a few names in here that I would have been able to to to, to, to pick, but they would have just been guesses. There wasn't anything like like I I vividly remember Logic making the year that he made because I was already a big fan. I, I vividly remember being like, oh, finally people are going to be on to this guy. And I really remember, I'm pretty positive. I didn't listen to it again, but I'm pretty positive that he just, like one of the things that that, that everyone says about the XXL freshman list is the cipher, right? It, it really, a lot of it boiled down to the cipher. And a lot of people always, a lot of people thought that that was always a freestyle. And it's, it, I think it's a pretty known thing now that you just kind of, it, it's more of wrapping your, a, a real formed verse, but maybe not released. But I remember some of these guys releasing like already released verses, which I thought was very interesting. So there was always just a lot of conversation around it, which I don't know if that's happening anymore. I mean, do you, do you feel like it's still in out in the universe as far as like a, a conversational topic today? Uh, so, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting the way, the way you put it, because what something that I've written down here is like you said, we're, we're going to sound like the old guys, like, you know, all this stuff, but it's interesting to look at how just looking at this list and knowing, you know, being fairly, you know, two big guys that you know, really enjoy hip hop, try and listen to kind of try, try to listen to everything, but we have certain guys that we like and dislike, but looking from 2007 till now, you can just definitely see like how the music and how the art of hip-hop has changed like it, it's kind of changed yep. from you know all like some of the guys early were you know harder and, and did some just kind of there's some people on here like asher roth made it which was unbelievable uh but then it goes from like you know it's all about the lyrics to now it's like it's a little bit different it's more stylized it's more uh rapping out what you have and what you do instead of like you know when we when we were listening to rap it was like how people describe it was we were listening to like you know the rap pushers like the guys that were selling the drugs and selling that stuff and like Jeezy and all those guys and now it's like the people that were taking the drugs are making the music now which is interesting it's different but I'm interested to see because the, the way you frame the question is looking back at these people I don't know if in you know some of these early years like we knew about these guys um, but not as much I feel like as we do now obviously because they're bigger so I'm interested to see if like in a couple of years, like the 2017 list, 2018 list, 2019 and, and so on. If in five, six years, like those guys are going to be the new big up and comers because, and it might not be for us, you know, cause we're going to have the guys that we like, the guys that we always listen to the guys that we go back to again and again and again. And some of those guys are on this list, but it'll be interesting. I feel like 2016, that uh, is a really big year. And there's a lot of people on there where it's like, I look back and I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I like some of those people. I'm still listening to some of those guys, but there's also some people on the list where I'm like, that is definitely not for me, not what I'm listening to. Yeah. So there's that year, I feel like there's a big mix of people in there. But it'll be interesting to see if five, six years from now we're looking back and being like, oh yeah, 2018, this guy really hopped out finally and really finally made it big. So it's interesting. Yeah. And I th- and I think I think there will be, because I will say that even with me saying that it might not be as relevant or hold the weight that it used to, I will say this. They still double XL as a whole, even though there's a lot of controversy around the selections and if it's kind of set up or not, either way, when you do a look back, they're shooting a pretty, pretty high percentage on people that become legitimate known artists. That's something you can't deny whether they should be on the list or not. 
whether they were at that true freshman point in their career when they were on that list or not. Those are conversations that you can have to decide. But if you're looking at the whole and you're saying, okay, what's the percentage of hip hop fans or non hip hop fans that would know out of all the freshmen? I think that I think you have a good shot. So they they do do a, a good job of actually selecting the new up and comers. I, I I would vote for that. Yeah, and it's interesting. Um, I'm, I mean, I obviously I don't know how legit this is or you know how real this is, but I'm just looking at XXL Magazine, Double XL Magazine on uh, Wikipedia, their page. And if you scroll down, you know, it talks about the history, past editors, special releases, annual freshman class, and if you keep going. Uh, there is a removals from the list. So people that have been removed. So some of the big names on here, Drake, Nicki Minaj, ASAP Rocky, Young Thug, Party Next Door, Tory Lanez, Post Malone, yeah. Cardi I, B. And it, like, I actually wanted to give like, a, oh, you want to talk about that? I do want to talk about that. Yeah, but I, I, because I, 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 I think that, I think that, that list is hilarious to me. And I, I actually, I, I was going to highlight that. I, I want to, but I want to talk about some of the actual, I want to talk about some of the actual years though, real quick, yeah, like yeah. before we get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk about, uh, so I originally I was thinking, you know, Oh, we could, we could list one through whatever 14 or we'll rank all those. But then I was like, you know, that's, that's a lot of lists. It's going to be a long episode. So I, I kind of narrowed it down just to my favorite five. And then I also have like two honorable mentions on here, um, that I was going to, that I was going to bring up. And I was interested to see if how our five kind of match up, how our honorable mm-hmm. mentions match up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'll start, I'm going to throw out my number five. Um, I'm going, my number five on this list is actually 2019. Interesting. Uh, really? Re- and really it's just because I, I like really? Roddy Rich. I like Meg the stallion and I like what Tierra whack has done so far. Literally that's like wow. just, just those three. Like some of those other people I've listened to, they're, they're not for me, but, uh, you know, the baby recently with what he's going through, I, I left him off the list, but Roddy Rich, Meg, I, I'm I'm a big Meg Thee Stallion fan. Like I just think what she does is just so different, and just it's so cool to listen to like her just go out there and be like, I don't give a shit what people think about me. I'm gonna rap out what I want to rap her out. And I think she's really talented. Like I think she's a really talented rapper, and really, I just like the personality of going out there doing her thing. And also, uh, you know, Tierra Whack, I've listened to a couple of her things, and it's just another person that's super out there and just super interesting. I feel like so. Okay. Literally right. those like three. It. Uh, those three carried the list for me, but. There, there's a couple I, I have two honorable mentions that that probably could have slid in there uh above those but honestly i think i just i wanted to give meg the uh the shout out on this list so 2019 is, is my number five i and would then, not have guessed that i like it <laughs> and then we're gonna get a lot a lot of my other ones and maybe it's because i looked at my list and i was like wow i got a lot of really old ones on here i gotta get some a, a young one on here too but uh what what's your do you have, do you have a number five written down i, I didn't necessarily rank them but okay. I, I mean yeah. just looking at them right now i i, I can tell you you know I, I know I, I'm pretty sure I know like what my top three are for sure, but I'll tell you right now, I, no, no, I'm dead serious when I say that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I would say the latest year that's going to make my list is 2014. I'm not taking wow, anything really? above that. Yeah, I, I don't know why half of these people, possibly 2016, but the only okay. reason I would take 2016 is because of Anderson Pac. That's literally it. I don't care about, and I like Denzel Curry, but. I don't care about anybody else. That's a rough year, though. 2016, Lil Uzi Vert, Yachty, yeah. Kodak Black. Dave East is okay, actually. Designer, 21 Savage. Like, that is a certain type of music. That, I think yeah. that's that's kind of a big trending turning point right there, um, in my opinion. But, you know, I'll tell you right here, Foshi. I think one, you know, 2010, 2011, 2012, 
2013, that's the hot zone, man. Mm. That is like big time. I would say number five for me might be 2014, to be honest with you. Okay. So we're talking about Chance, Rich Homie Kwan, Isaiah Rashad, who I love, Isaiah Rashad. Uh, Ty Dallasine, which is a very interesting selection, in my opinion. I don't know why he made a freshman list. I don't know if I've ever, I mean, he, sure, he raps, but every RB artist does. He, I mean, he's pretty through and through RB, I would say. Uh, Lil Durk, Kevin Gates, Troy Ave, Vic Mensa, John Connor, who I do like, but didn't really gain any traction. Lil Bibby, Jaron Benton. I love Jaron Benton. He, he's kind of crazy. And August Alcina, who is like a through and through RB artist. See, I don't think I've ever heard him rap. So that is a weird, weird year. <laughs> But I love Ty Dolla Sign so much, mm, and yeah. I love uh, Isaiah Rashad. And those two right there, I think, w- would, would put it at the, at the fifth spot for me. Yeah, that's no, 2014 was my number four. Um, again, just, just for Chance. You oh, love Chance, yeah. Well, you love Chance. So I, I, the disclaimer is, like, his new album was not good. It was, I don't care what anybody says, like, that new album was not very good. Um, I listened to, I've tr- I tr- tried, I gave it a bunch of opportunities. And he's going, and, I don't know, he's kind of doing this, this he's, I don't know, really know if he's, doing i mean he's, he's doing more like uh movies and and tv yeah. and and do that yeah. stuff which is cool but that i think it, that new album was not very good but all his mixtapes are great uh the coloring book is amazing we saw him live and it was one of the coolest like best shows live shows i've ever been to um so chance in that like you said you, you named everybody on this list but chance well, ty dollar sign and, and all those guys i mean all just what's re- it? really great What's interesting about this, two things that really stick out to me. Number one is at that time, Rich Homie Kwan was huge. Okay. He had a, yeah. he had a bunch of radio songs. Like he, he was big. He's one of those radio guys. The other thing that's really interesting to me, Foshi, is Lil Dirk because he's getting, he is big time now. All of, yeah. All of a sudden. And I, and I know people are rolling their eyes because listen, no matter what we say about all these artists, they're, everybody's going to have somebody that you were listening to years before us. We, we, we get, I, I get you. But I'm just saying, if you're talking about mainstream streaming, and mainstream radio and hits in general. Dirk really wasn't on the map until just now, until last year. And he came out in 2014. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. You know, that, yeah. that's wild. Yeah, it, yeah, it is interesting. Uh, so they were my number four. Um, what, what, what's next for you? How what, was Lil Baby not on any of these? That is interesting. How, how did he not make that list? Maybe we can talk about that afterwards. Maybe after we talk about the years that we like, we can talk about the artists that we kind of were expecting to see. He might be in the canceled out list below, to be honest with you. But um, OK, so so right after that, actually, is uh, it's kind of a toss up because I think I go I think I go 2012 and I, I go 2012 because here are artists that I don't necessarily love. But if you want to talk about this is probably the most I would say this is probably the year with the most mainstream mm. notoriety and hits out of the whole class, I bet. We're talking about future kidding who I actually love kidding. Yeah. Danny Brown, who that is crazy that he, he Danny Brown is so kind of underground that I, I'm really surprised that he even made the list. I think a lot of people don't know who Danny Brown is, but French Montana, that's a hit, hit maker. Macklemore. Everybody knows Macklemore. Don Tripp, who he, he kind of fell off, but uh, Machine Gun Kelly, obviously Hobson. I love Hobson, but again, that's very underrated or underground. Iggy Azalea. That's hilarious. <laughs> and then Roscoe Dash, who was the radio guy at this time, right? Yeah. He was, um, he actually had, I really loved his mixtapes and then he just kind of, just kind of fizzled out, but he actually started a lot of the trends that we listen to today. Like that, I think the hip hop took a, I think we owe him a, some, some flowers on, on some of that stuff. But this year was the, which is interesting is I don't think that these artists were making great music then, but you give them like three years from then from 2012. And now I, I mean, they were just, 
making it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. 2012 was one of my honorable mentions. Um, I'm not the, not the biggest future guy, um, but Kid Inc. I, I loved like, like early Kid Inc. I, I really loved. I haven't really listened to any of his stuff recently. Uh, you talked about French Montana, Macklemore, uh, Machine Gun Kelly uh, is, I mean, I love like old Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, one of my, one of my favorites for sure. Not, I haven't, again, haven't listened to any of his new stuff, but yeah, MGK and Kid Inc. Just on that list alone, they, they were enough to make my, uh, make my, at least my honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So number three for me is 2013. Uh, school, by, school by Q. I, I enjoy school, school by Q. Joey Badass. I never really got into until his new album came out. Uh, I'm just going to name the guy that, I, that I've listened to here. Joey Badass. Uh, Logic, obviously, is like one of the biggest, you know, rappers around. All, like, just was huge. Like, was underground kind of mixtape guy and then got really popular. We saw him live at concert. It was great. Uh, new stuff is, yeah, it's okay. It's, it's not, 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 like, not what it was, but still good. Uh, Action Bronson, you know, it, I feel like he's, he's very, either you love him or you hate him. Uh, Travis, I mean, one of like, I love Travis. The, <laughs> uh, I, I just I I don't know what it is, but his uh, what was what was the latest? I can't even think of the album that came out. Uh, Astro World. Yeah, Astro. I was just gonna say yeah. it's like I love Astro World. Like I go back to Astro World all the time. Go back to his old stuff. Like you know the, whatever the album is where he's standing on the the ATV and just doing. You crazy just like shit. his McDonald's meal, dude. Yeah, yeah, the McDonald's meal, the the giant chicken nugget pillow that sell that sold is selling on like StockX for like eight hundred dollars or something. <laughs> like, uh, you know that that's those are just. That, that was a big, I, I, I like those guys. Those are, those are some guys that I still listen to now. And, uh, you know, Travis is one of those guys, like anytime he drops anything, I'm going to, I'm checking it out for sure. Uh, Number because, three though. I, yeah. I, wow. Wow. Where, where, where are they on your list? I, I gotta be honest with you. I think this is my number one year. Really? I think this is right in my wheelhouse. This is 2013. I'm at the later stages of my collegiate career. This is what at that time, this was the year I specifically remember. They, I think they dubbed this like the backpack year, I believe, or something like that. Right, these were all, yeah. these were all what we would consider underground air quotes, but it also had this new lighter feel that was way more actually hip hop. And it was that, that backpack side of things. And so, man, I love Schoolboy. Trinidad was on the radio. He was the radio guy. So he's whatever. But I love Joey Badass. I love Logic. I love uh, Absol. You know, obviously Travis Scott. I love Dizzy. Dizzy Wright is uh, just just solid. You know what I mean? Just good. Kirk Banks never. He, he also had a big radio hit at the time, um, but fizzled out. And Action Bronson, I never really got into, but I like his style, which is like much more boom bap kind of backpack ish stuff. It's hard to put this number one because some of the previous years that we're going to talk about have to come up because they have some of the all time hip hop artists, mm. but. Man, if you're talking about a whole collection and where I was in life when this list came out, man, I, I think this might be my number one. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I uh, it was tough when I got down to like my top three. I was like, man, I honestly it depends on the day, like what I'm what I'm into, what I'm what I'm feeling. But yeah, I think they did a good. This was one of the few years, in my opinion, that they actually collectively brought out the most unison of a vibe. They do that generally in every year, but you always have a little bit. In my opinion, the only people that don't fit this at the time backpack vibe would be Trinidad, mm. Kirko, Angel Hayes, and Chief Keef. So it's only four, yeah. right? That's yeah. it. Um, and I bet you that, and I think I remember there'd be supposed to be more people that they just didn't happen. I think there was, there was we'll probably come across that in, in, the, in the list. But 
yeah, I think this, to my opinion, was they they got the whole vibe right because that was my kind of wheelhouse, and I was listening to the vast majority of all these artists, and I still do. I love I love them. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I definitely agree with you. All right, so that was my number three. Do you have Do you have a number three? My number three was actually going to be so I I think I'm going 2011, um, and 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 this is uh, let's see, we just said 2013 uh 20 i said 2012 so technically yeah 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 this would be three because i know what my number two is so number three because here's here's the deal this has some some real powerhouses and people are going to eye roll at at me but for me personally they're not artists that i really get into right so so meek mill you know you gotta love Meek, but at the time it was like oh this guy's a freshman he doesn't really even i mean he just goes so hard is is that rapping it's just like really aggressive no it's great and i actually think that meek mill is Looking at everything that came out from then till now and what's out now, I love Meek. I think Meek could smash a lot of people, to be honest with you. I love Big Crit. I actually really, really love Sci High. I wish he would have done more. His last album was good, and I wish he would have, you know, he, by the time that he came out in 2011, he could have had eight albums. You know, uh, he had a lot. His mixtapes were amazing. Little Twist, which never really happened. Yellow Wolf to this day, I still uh, I can't say that I'm quite the fan. Fred the Godson. Mac, we both love Mac, right? Everybody loves Mac. This was when Mac was at, at his at, at the pinnacle, man. This was when he was just huge. YG, Lil B, which uh, this is probably one of the most wrong things that they've ever done was was put Lil B in, in this. I, I don't even know how you classify him, not even as a rapper, but actually just as as an artist. <laughs> he was so bad that like <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he was intentionally being bad, just bring up views i mean if anybody ever is bored take yourself down a little b youtube music video rabbit hole and i promise you you'll be enjoyed for for days he made a video about everything uh and then kendrick and Mm. diggy simmons and i know people are saying kendrick you know he's got to be up there so you're talking about the big dogs right meek big crip mac miller yg kendrick but I, you know, we've talked about it before. I'm just, I, I'm me and Kendrick don't, we're not on the same wavelength and YG, I'm, I'm not there either. So for me, it was Mac, Crit, Sci High, and, uh, and Meek. And I just didn't feel like that compared to the 2013 crew that really kind of was much more my vibe, if that makes any sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 2000, 2011 is my number two, actually. Um, again, like I, I feel like our, our, our tastes are, are fairly similar. Uh, you probably know more of, of some of these guys than I do, but Meek, I'm fine with. Like, I'm not gonna go out of my way to listen to him, but I'm almost positive that in high school you got me hooked on Big Crit, and ever since then I still always check him out when he drops new stuff and, and love Crit. I mean, his stuff is it's except for that new album. His yeah. last album is not good though. Yeah, the last one wasn't great, but it's just like he's got kind of his own. It's like a chill kind of chill vibe, but it, it, I, I definitely oh, yeah. enjoy that. Um, yeah, Kendrick, obviously, like. One of these days we're gonna we're gonna have a, a conversation about Kendrick, whether it's on or off the mic, because you always tell me you're not a fan. I just need to know what the issue is. Uh, I think that just needs to be my next deal. Is I just have to listen mm. to Kendrick for uh, two weeks straight, and maybe that'll deter me. You know, okay. I think that the only way to know is to just keep going, man. That's possible. Oh uh, yeah, so Kendrick, and then you know you mentioned Mac, but he ar- arguably is one of my favorite like musicians ever like i love mac uh it's you know obviously everybody knows the story and it's super tragic and and a bummer but 
just all the music that he made before he passed is I still listen to that all the time. Still go back to it all the time. One, like I said, one of my all time, like favorite artists, just in any genre, like I will listen to his stuff yeah. at any time, all the time, whether it's uh, old school, you know, whether it's some of the newer stuff that's got a different vibe to it, but man, it's all of it is good. And, and like I said, one of my all time favorites. Yeah. I think th- th- this year holds a lot of weight because I think that you could even, you could have a solid argument that out of all these artists that even though we know he's, he's passed away, but that Mac impacted and possibly changed legitimately changed the most lives. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy to think about, but you know, Mac was one of those, one of those other guys that like, I really didn't, I lo- I really loved his hit mixtape stuff, but I didn't love his poppy stuff. And I've thought that, Hey, I think he's trending towards his poppy stuff and I don't see his future music turning out well, but the albums that he made as he grew older, I thought were just got better and better. And um, like, I wasn't a huge fan of Blue Side Park, but other than that, I still listen to all that stuff today. And I, you know, I, I really think that like as a whole, it's crazy to think about the the momentum that, that Mac had and honestly still has. Uh, it's really crazy. I think he's had probably, like I said, the argument is a solid one to say that he probably has the most impact on anybody on this list, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, That's crazy. So 2011 is my number two. I think that makes we we know what your number one is then, right? Yeah, 2010. It has to be 10 for you. Yeah. Yeah, 2010. Uh, is 2010 your your number two? 2010 would have been my yeah my number two. Mm-hmm. And 2013. What's your number one? 2013. Yeah, I'm going 2013. Okay. Um, yeah, but but I go back and forth though, man, yeah, because tough. 2010 that's a powerhouse. That's this is a powerhouse right here. Yeah. So I think like I said when I was writing it out last night. Um, one, two, and three, like I mentioned earlier, it depends on you know what kind of mood I'm in, what I want to go back to. But 2010, I mean, it, it is just unbelievable. And J. Cole, Nipsey, Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, Wiz Khalifa, J. Rock. I mean, those are just guys that I know. Like, I don't know any like some of these other guys I probably listen to a little bit, but I don't know enough on them. And I mean, those one, two, three, four, five, six guys are like six absolute hit makers. Um, mm-hmm. Freddie Gibbs mm-hmm. had a super interesting career. Like, I feel like just recently, like he was always one of those guys that people listen to, but just recently he really became like front facing, like all of hip hop, like the community, like people that work in hip hop, people that know it, people listen to it, knew who he was. But then he, that last album that he dropped really exploded. J Cole has been good forever. Uh, Nipsey was a guy that I didn't get into until again, tragically after he passed away. But once I, you know, I, I kind of, all the hip hop heads on, on Twitter and all that stuff. We're talking about him. And I was like, Oh, I'm gonna check this guy out. And again, just a guy that's super raw, super, you know, tells it how it is, tells it, talks about his life. And again, one of my favorite guys recently, big Sean is, uh, interesting. I feel like he, uh, again, it's either people really like him or people really don't like him. I feel like there's nobody that's like, Oh yeah, he's fine. I'll, I'll turn him on and listen to him. Wiz was a guy that, you know, back in when he first got on the scene was really popular. I was just listening to uh, one of his old albums. He came down to Missouri State and did a, did a concert for for school. And I was just like, that was unbelievable. It was a lot of fun. And then J-Rock is a guy that, that you uh, you definitely recommended to me. And just recently, I've kind of gotten into him. So those six guys alone, I mean, those are six, like just, I don't know about all-timers uh, up there. J-Cole J. is definitely an all-timer. But yeah, 100%. Uh, the other five are just, I mean, certified like hits, good stuff. Like they're all just have their own kind of style, but man, they're all, all, all six of those guys are amazing. So that's why 2010 was my number one. Yeah. And, and you know, that's fair. It, it really is. You know, uh, J. Cole, Nipsey, Freddie, 
Big Sean was right there. That, that's a that's a power. I love Freddie Gibbs, by the way, so much. Mm. And you know the other guys that people on here, Pill, who I only remember maybe two songs. Uh, OJ the Juice Man, which I think that was the radio play at the time. I I, I never got into OJ. Um, Fashan, I I don't remember who that is even. I think that was. Uh, I'm not sure who that was. And then Donis, I actually remember Donis. I thought Donis was going to be good. He w- actually was on a lot of these other people's mixtapes. Like he would be on Sci High's mixtape. He would he was on uh, a lot of these other kind of. He was much more on the backpack vibe than than everybody else in this list. But Jay Coleman, I we talk about Mac changing. La- I will never forget. I, I, I will never. The impact that you said Mac had on you, I think, was kind of the same that J. Cole had on me. I will never forget the first time that I was listening to. I want to say it was probably the warm up. I think I listened to the warm up before the come up. I can't remember. Uh, but I remember, I, I vividly remember, like, that was one of the few albums or projects as a whole, I should say, where I, like, legitimately remember where and, and I was and what I was doing. And I can't say that for, I don't think, love that. Yeah. Anybody else on this list, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that year, um, it definitely has probably the most like hit makers and, and guys that like if you yeah. if you gave this list to people um and we're just like here circle circle the year that you know the most names i feel like 2010 would probably get s- the most circles like people would be like oh yeah these these guys i know but i mean yeah it's interesting I, just to look I, at this list though i think you're right and I, I know there's people out there looking after hearing this they're probably like what the hell are you and they're who knows they're probably looking at their own list right now thinking what the hell are you guys talking about the one of the one of the main factors that i went off of thinking about this was out of the number of artists who now we're talking about, you know, today in digital and downloading, you know, I'm an Apple music guy. Mm-hmm. And so my thinking process was you give me a group of 10 people, how, what year has the most of those artists that I, they can, if they came out with an album today that I would hit download on without even second guessing, thinking, don't care what's on there. And 2013 for me, I think ha- had the most overall, I think I was nice. like seven, seven out of 10 or, or yeah. six out of, yeah. So that was kind of one of my big basis is, but there's no doubt about it that when you talk about some of the, these powerhouses definitely hold more of a voting weight, depending on what your strategy is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because we definitely had some of the same crossover, but then we definitely had some years where it's like, Oh, I, you know, I, I, I feel like I stunned you in 2019. So that was interesting. And then you, you crazy some yeah. old ones, but it's, it's just interesting because it really depends. Like I said, at the beginning, you can look at this list and be like 2007 to 2000 and 2009 was like a whole, that was a, a, a time and period 2010 to 2013 was a time period in hip hop 2014 to 2016, yeah. 17 to now. It's like, it's very interesting where you can look at this and be like, this was one style of rap. This was the next style. Now it's this. And it really, you know, not, not, I'm not saying one way is better than the other, but this is just what we grew up with. And now it's like, you could probably talk to people that are, you know, 25, 24, and they're going to be like, Oh no, I'm all in on 2007 to now. It's just so interesting how, and I guess that's, I don't know. I I would like. I don't just want to say you know like uh, that's just hip hop, but I feel like it really is because you listen to, and I, this is definitely you know I like all music, I'm listening to everything, but you listen to like you put on a rock song or something, they kind of are similar, but you put on because you know you you have your guitar, your drums, and it's a super simple explanation, but a lot of people are probably gonna be mad at this, but you have you have the same kind of basic instruments. You put on hip hop from. 2007 even to 2014 it's totally different the the, oh, yeah. the rhyme style the verse style the the background all that stuff it's just totally different i feel like that's one thing you can look at hip-hop and be like you can put a song on and be like oh yeah this is definitely a 2010 vibe you can put on and then something new comes on it's like oh yeah this is definitely now it's it's, it's super interesting how it changes and adjusts and 
what what gets Absolutely. popular. It's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that I went, went, you know, old man style and went super early on years, but, you know, just looking at these, these years past 2014, um, you know, there's really only a few people that I, I still ride with, you know, I mean, 2015 yeah. was, was Vince Stables and, and I like K camp, but uh, 2016, you know, for me, like I said, it's Anderson Pack, um, designer if I'm working out maybe, but that's about it. 2017. I like PNB rock um, a lot. Kyle is great, and yeah. that's really about it. 2018, um, I'm going to give it to Jid, and that's literally it. I don't listen to any of those other people. I know them all. 2019, I mean, I guess Meg, I don't know. I don't put her on. I don't, you know, I'm not searching for her. Yeah. And then uh, 2020, um, nope. And uh, 21, <laughs> same, uh, literally yeah. zeros. So w- maybe that says that I'm not up. But I agree with you, though. I think it actually is because of the vibe and the trends of music and the newer trends I'm not into. You know, I went old because I like the more hip hop, the backpack right. style. My, my honorable mention would be 2009, which is because I love Wale so much and I love B.O.B. Um, at that time, though, B.O.B. was not making the music that B.O.B. makes now, which I think is way better than what he was making then. You also have somebody like Ace Hood, who is in my book, just an absolute legend. I don't care what anybody says. And then Kid Cudi, yeah, uh, awesome. and a, a, a little or lesser, much lesser known Kid Cudi back in 09. That's still a sneaky year. Charles Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, Asher Roth should not have made that. <laughs> At the time, Corey Guns had a huge song because he had just signed with, with Lil Wayne. Yeah. And I don't even know who Blue is. Mickey Fats, I remember. I think he might have been part of Cash Money. I can't remember. But Ace Hood and Currency was a was a was just a mixtape beast. That, that dude probably has 300 mixtapes. So... That's a sneak. That's a sneaky year. You know what I mean? Hilarious though, Foshi. When you said, "Hey, you got to look back at these early years," because never would I thought that to start us off in 2007 that we would see Plies, <laughs> Gorilla Zoe, Rich Boy. Oh man, Little Boozy. If you would have told me that Little Boozy <laughs> made a freshman list, I would have. No way. I think even in 07, he was like 35. You know yeah. what I mean? Um. <laughs> And then uh, the one that really sticks out to me back then, which is crazy to think about, was Lupe. Lupe mm. Fiasco. Yeah. All the way back then, yeah. people still hold him at the top of a lot of lists. And, you know, it's crazy to think that it, it, that it was that long ago that he was on the air quotes, you know, come up type of yeah. type of vibe. Yeah, I, I still uh, listen. I haven't listened to any new Lupe, but I still go back and listen to some old Lupe. Yeah, I, looking at, you know, 2020, like you, you just went through the list. I mean. I, people always talk about Jack Harlow and I've tried to get into it, but I can't. Uh, the only guy from 2020 and 2021 that I listen to is, is Rod Wave. I, I really like him. I think he's really good. Okay. Um, I think he's really talented. And, and the latest album, I can't remember. I can't remember album names, but <laughs> the, the one that he just came out with, I think was, was, was really, really good. I thought it was amazing. Um, I think he could be in the next couple of years, be really big, but everybody else on this list, I've literally never heard of uh, besides Jack Harlow and, and Rod Wave. And I tried to give Jack Harlow a listen. I just, I, it was not for me, but yeah, it's interesting. Like I said, like we talked about, everybody kind of has their own their own style, their own stuff. What they go back to. I mean, we go back to the you know two thousand or mid, I guess early two thousand tens is is kind of where we are. But you know, there's people that are our age that go that really rock with the young stuff and really rock. You know, we always go back to old stuff too. So it's interesting. Um, so there's our top five. Do you want to just hit on some of these removals real quick? That yeah, are- absolutely, absolutely. Because this is hilarious. <laughs> um, is, there, yeah, there's a lot. Really yeah. It, it's not even so much about who it's the reasons behind yeah. it. And I think it's so funny. It speaks to a lot of these people, I think. And, you know, listen, this is Wikipedia. So is it true? Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. But there is a lot of talk about why these people get selected. How do they, are they the first picks? And I can't, um, there's, we just named little baby right off the bat. Like 
how you know you talk about you you mentioned drake and Nicki minaj right yeah. it says on here that they <laughs> declined because they were too late in their careers which i agree with there's a lot of people on that list though that should have been in that same boat so it's very interesting how, how that you know i bet a lot of people said no somebody like asap rocky should have mm. absolutely been on there but he just couldn't do it because he was touring you know yeah. the funniest one is in 2014 young thug absolutely <laughs> took over the world should have been on there and they just said they just never showed up he just didn't he was going to and they just didn't go to the photo shoot could you see that happening? Absolutely. Yeah, why not? The guy, he's wild. Um, and then you have somebody like Tory Lanez should have been on there, definitely. He was too late in his career, he thought, which it makes sense. Post Malone, who, you know, the theory behind it is that he didn't want to get boxed in as a rapper. Great move on his part. I think that's probably right. And uh, I would definitely believe it. What's in another interesting one was Cardi B in 2017. They thought that she was going to, I guess, was it reality TV that she was going to be on? I, I don't know. It says that she was going to, they, they thought she was going to choose a television career over a rap career. But was she like acting, acting? I, I, I want to say like maybe she was trying to do reality. I'm not really sure what that is. Do you know anything about that? Uh, I do not. I, I'm not sure if that has to deal with, because um, I know she was, you know, she's a judge on uh, Rhythm and Flow, or not Rhythm and Flow, uh, whatever that Netflix show is. I can't remember. God my memory is just is shot tonight but she was a uh she was a judge with 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 uh, ti and chance on the netflix show which i i really like that netflix show and uh i've actually gotten into some of the people that were on there d smoke is, is unbelievable it'd be cool i mean he's like a kind of an older guy now but it'd be cool to see him get on here but i i can't i don't know anything else that she's really been in i know she's been in movies and, and stuff now but i feel like that well, was I think, after she got really famous yeah i think she probably chose the right pathway whatever yeah, that was yeah, gonna be down. anyway yeah, i feel like she, uh, i feel like even now like she's been she's still like her music career is really big and she's also doing TV and movies. Like she's yeah, do whatever both, she wants. Really. Yeah. Like music allowed her to do, you know, she, she did so well in music that she can do whatever she wants, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think she chose right. Another funny one to me is young ma who I absolutely, I, I do not, you know, no, no offense to her. I just can't get into her music at all, but she, this is hilarious. She asked, she asked for the cover. She wanted to just be <laughs> solo by herself. And they said, no, of wow. course they didn't. It's a freshman list. It's 10 people. It's always, and, and she, she thought that she was better than everybody else. And I kind of respect <laughs> that, but you are like, absolutely not. That's just hilarious. Um, Rich, the kid who I don't even know if he should have made it. He just, he heard he was going to replace somebody and was like, no, I don't want to do that. Cause that's, I, I can respect that. I think that's yeah. cool. Um, a lot of people just said, no, you know, like people like juice world and, Benny the Butcher apparently was was mentored by Jay-Z to, yeah. to say no, which, so you know, weird. whatever. Okay. Um, and another one in 2020, Don Tolliver, the singer. Okay. Again, not what I would consider to be a rapper. He wanted to only, he wanted to only be on the cover, not by himself, but he just didn't want to do anything else. He didn't <laughs> want to do the freestyles or the cyphers. And I wonder why it's because he doesn't rap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. It is, it's so weird. Um, and then lastly, Foshi, I'm going to end it with this because in 2021, I'm assuming you pronounce this person's name as snot. I don't really know, but I have the most respect for snot out of this whole list because that person said other artists need it more. I'm good. And you know what? Whether that's being cocky or not, I respect it because you know what? It's obviously not about snot. It's about everybody else in the hip-hop community which oh, you know shit. you just you just gotta love you know and and the, the, the most traumatic is, is pop smoke obviously because pop smoke not only would have been on the list he was going to be on the list he was tragically murdered rest in peace but he would have been probably the lead should be absolutely the lead of that of that list and his just even po even pre um death was 
blowing up and now has even just skyrocketed. So, you know, a shout out and RP to, to Bob Smoke because he would have he killed it for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, shout out to you. It definitely was huge. Um, but yeah, it's, it's how funny would it be, though? Just think about that for a second, though. How funny would it be? Is there, there's a, a million rappers out there, and then, and this is what I'm saying is I don't know how much weight this holds. Like right now, if Double XL reaches out to you and you're like, no, I'm good. You just blast it on Instagram. And does anybody care? I don't know. Yeah. But in 2010, if you say no to that, you don't. That's a big decision. You know, somebody like Young Thug who just never showed up, possibly. Sure, it turned out for him just fine. But would it have helped? Would it have not? 2014, I think that was in the prime of maybe when it was trending downwards. I think a reason why he didn't show up personally is because I think that's when it started trending to like just not be as cool or important to your career with the socials with technology with the mixtape slash streaming i think you're just able to get more out of just everything else than what you used to need this double xl list for but it's still so funny to be like hey you're one of our top 10 favorite people and people are just like nah actually i'm i'm okay <laughs> thank you that's very nice but um yeah. i i, I I'm, I'm fine you know? Yeah, I, I would. So if, there, if there's this list out there, there's definitely more people that have that have declined. I would love to, to see that full list of just like who and why. Like one of these yeah. days, Double XL has to just release the full thing and be like, yeah, this person yeah. declined because they just like like the one where they just wanted to be on by themselves, or they, uh, you know, explained that he respectfully declined due to him apparently being asked to be on the list before the voting process began. Although he respected some decisions made on the list, he claims that the list was mostly rigged. Uh, so it's just very interesting. I would also love to see how they decide who's going to be on there. Like if they get like 10 hip hop writers together and they're like, all right, everybody vote on it's some voting system. And then those 10 make it, or if it's just like some random guy just picks 10 or, or whatever, I would love to see that, how they, how they come up with the 10 every year, because it's cool. I think they, I think they do do that. But I also remember at least in the later years, I think there was, you know, you could like vote like you do for MVP of the year, you oh, know, okay. tw- you could tweet them. I think is, is oh. another, yeah, I mean, just, just things like that. But I got to tell you, this whole thing with, with, with Young Ma is so funny to me because she wanted to be the only person. That was 10. It had been going for 10 years by then. So it was a very well-established process. And she was like, no, it should just be be me. Um, and and I, hold on. Let's go scroll up to 2017 real quick. Um, so you got a boogie with the hoodie, PNB Rock, Playboy Cardi, Anime, Kyle, Ugly God, Made in Tokyo, and uh, Tension. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's winning that competition. I really don't think so. So shout out to you for having the, you know, the ego. I like it. Yeah, yeah. You at least believe in yourself and give it a shot. But hey, you know, I don't know if that's. It, she was probably like, man, I wish that wouldn't have gotten out. But uh, all right. Well, th- there's our list. Is there anything else you want to say about uh the XXL or double XL freshman class before we get out of here and we talk about our uh, deal that we're about to set up here? I'll leave it at this. My closing remarks. It was a wonderful trip down memory lane. I will never forget 2010 through 2013. That was like, I actually will never forget 2009 through 14. That was my entire college career. Nice. Um, That is when nothing else mattered to me. And uh, it really helped me get through a lot of things. And any of those artists can get a free play on my phone any time. Yeah, yeah, I, I I definitely agree. I just look at the list here. It's like, yeah, all those guys are still guys that I still go back to and listen to all the time. Um, it would be interesting to see if like Apple Music or Spotify or something creates some sort of like double XL freshman class 2010 playlist. Like, so, that would be awesome. 
That would be amazing. But here's the problem. And this is something that I've been dying for, seriously dying for, which is I know that now we're starting to see artists kind of be able to put their old mixtapes onto these streaming platforms. Right. Yeah. But there during that period that I just said, 09 to 14, there were some of my all time favorite mixtapes, like no joke ones that I will still to this day play over repeatedly. Um, and I can't get them because I'm not using dad pips. Their app is trash and I'm not <laughs> doing it. And they just need to figure out how do we release this, all any of this to Apple music. I don't care what, get the record labels in, get the clear, get the samples cleared, pay what you got to pay. I need some of these mixtapes. Okay. I need all of the J Cole's mixtapes. Mm. Okay. I need, Back to the feature, Wale. I, I, that, that is literally hands down one of my all-time favorite. I mean, the list can go. I need sci highs. Like, the list can go on and on, but it's just that's my one ask leaving this, Foshi, is I need the people uh, to, to, put, to put it on the streaming sites. Yeah. I, I just need it. Yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's been a super slow rollout. And I remember I, maybe it was last month. Maybe, I don't know. It could have been six months ago with the way time goes. But when they released Mac Miller, the kids mixtape, when that came on there, I was literally like, I, that was what, just an absolute great day. I think I, I probably listened to it like three times. I was like, mm-hmm. I, it's mm-hmm. just so mm-hmm. nice to actually have it on a streaming service. I don't have to go to some YouTube and you know listen to it on there. I can just have it just straight on, on the Apple Music and listen to it. So, all right. Well, there's our XXL freshman rankings top five. And we are going to get into our deal here. Um, so like I talked about in the beginning, we recommend something to each other. Uh, we watch those things. And then like, yeah, no, that was a good point you brought up earlier. Uh, who knows? We, we might do like a, a music thing or a gaming thing or or reading. I don't know. Something something cool. We'll, 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 we'll do something on it. Uh, a little, little twist. But right now, I think we're going to stick to the screen. And we watch it. And then we'll get on and do an episode about what I watched. And then we will get on and do an episode about what you watched. All right. So do you want to start us off? You want to give me my recommendation first, or do you want to take what I'm going to give you first? How do you yeah, I give you, I, I can give it out. Yeah. I, I think okay. that uh, to your point about the music and thing, I think the whole idea of this is not necessarily to do something different, but it really is to just highlight interests that you have in the idea of will other people, AKA somebody that, you talk to on a regular basis um, Mm -hmm. that being the going off topic podcast would also enjoy. Right. So with that being said, you know, my goal throughout this deal (laughs) is that anytime we go into the movie realm, I have to try to convert you to a horror fan. That's Uh, always my goal. And there's just no way around it. So my question to you is, here we go. go, I would like for you if possible, you might've already seen it. Have you seen the movie sinister starring Ethan Hawke? I have not seen Sinister. Okay, that will be my choice. This is an underrated horror film, but one of my favorites. Anytime I catch it, I watch it all the way through. It's definitely rewatchable for me. I personally really, really enjoyed it. And even though the ratings aren't great, I think it is very well done. And how are you going to go wrong with Ethan Hawke? Like, come on, how many horror films are you going to get with Ethan Hawke starring and and killing it? So uh, I think it's 2012, I want to say. Sinister for you. Okay, Sinister it is. How do you feel about that? Yeah, how do you feel about that? Do you even know uh, what that movie is? So I know I've heard about it. I couldn't tell you a whole. I could, honestly couldn't tell you anything on it. Um, but I know that I've heard about it, and that's about it. Ethan Hawke's in it, so I do love Ethan Hawke. But anytime you mention a horror movie, um, I I get a little. Uh, can I? I don't enjoy a whole lot about. Can it. Can I yeah, give you like you a yeah? Give us cliff a notes yeah. summary. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, yeah. just to yeah, see what, some, what your initial reaction is. So, uh, Sinister is uh, revolves around Ethan Hawke, who is a, uh, a a well-known writer, but who is looking for his second book and moves to into a house that a uh, vicious crime happened in to report and write the book on, but instead finds a very interesting box in his attic mm. film uh, full of very particular films that set him on a different course. I will say that. Okay. Well, uh, I'll be watching it, holding a pillow over my face. Like I told everybody the last time I do, uh, Ellen's going to, I don't know if you've seen this one, but anytime uh, a horror movie, we get to watch a horror movie. She's always excited. So she will be thrilled. Uh, I am not so thrilled, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see where we land, land on the end when I watch it. All right. So the film that I am going to recommend to you, I feel like you are not going to enjoy my recommendation. Um, it is something totally that I know you dislike the genre. Uh, but Ellen and I were actually talking about it, and I had a couple ideas of things that I was going to recommend. One number one on my list that I was going to recommend, but I, I just I, I'm I think I already know probably. that you haven't watched it, and I'm a little disappointed. Is Parasite? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. That, and that, that's fair. That's I fair. Going to recommend Parasite, but then Ellen and I were talking. I thought you were going like, to say La La Land. Mm, I, La La Land was good. I, I'll say La La yeah, La good. Like but uh, I was going to recommend Parasite, but then we were talking, and she's like, "Eventually, he's going to watch Parasite. It's it's a horror movie. It's right up his alley. So yeah. I'm not going to recommend something that you're going to watch all the time." Okay. So what I am going to recommend to you, I feel like this could either make or break the podcast here. This could be the last episode we do or oh, man. Uh, it's like that. Yeah, I feel like you're I, I uh, feel like you're not going to enjoy it, but it's on Disney plus. Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's oh, Hamilton. no, it's Hamilton. Oh, no, I feel like you got to watch Hamilton. Oh, boy. OK, that. <laughs> so I will put the parameters. It, it is it's uh, it's quite long. But you don't have to How watch long? it all. You don't have to watch it all in one sitting. You can break it in two if you want. How long are we talking? I think it's between two and a half and three hours. Okay, that's that's doable. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So, mm. uh, for, for the uh, for the listeners out there, hates musicals is not. I a did not see guy. that coming. Yeah. And we have briefly talked about Hamilton before, but I think it is a totally different thing. It kind of has to do with this episode we just talked about. It's very fitting. Yeah, it's very fitting. I would shout out to you for that. So. I just want to know. Um, I kind of, I, I definitely went out on a limb, but I knew as soon as I said it, you uh, were going to be a little disappointed. But I'm interested to see when you do watch it, when we get back on the mic, what you think. Because I feel like you're going to yeah. have a lot of feelings. I feel like it's either going to be, you're going <laughs> to it like it because of, of the idea and what's behind it and how it's done, or you're just really going to hate it because, and I will never, ever, ever bring up another musical to you if you really hate it. So we'll, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. I, I, you know, listen, I'm open for anything, but I will say that um, I, I did think you were going to go musical. I, I predicted La La Land, oh, okay. but I, I uh, kind of forgot about Hamilton and okay. I definitely wasn't in on the hype. So this should definitely be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was a huge, uh, obviously it was huge on the, on the stage, but uh, when the movie came out, I remember when it came out, I mean, it was during quarantine. It was during when everybody was kind of just track, you know, sludging through trudging through your day and you know couldn't do anything yeah. and that came out and i remember ellen and I, i'm pretty sure we watched it the day it came out and 
uh, my parents watched it and we, we talked about it for a while, but, um, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm interested to see what you think. Uh, it is a totally different thing from what I think anything that you might've ever seen before. Um, so absolutely we'll see. Uh, so I'm going to watch sinister. You're going to watch Hamilton. Uh, we're not, I don't, I don't think we're going to set a date on when we're going to do it, but probably within the next couple of weeks, uh, we'll, we'll watch it and then we'll hop on a pod and record. Cause I know, uh, we, we have quite a bit coming up. Um, like I said, Denny and I are kicking off a new mini series on video games that we're going to do. Um, so that's going to be pretty fun, pretty cool. So we're going to go through video game history of, of our history and, and what we did with them. Um, I just released a new blog uh, that that's also going to be a mini series uh, music video breakdown. The first episode we did was on candy by Mandy Moore. Uh, so go to anything incredible.com and check that out. Uh, really had nothing to do with the actual music or anything. It was just like watching this video and just talking about the randomness of this video that came out. Um, and then we are going to get the anything incredible, uh, all the guys back on a podcast um, in some form or fashion, whether it's a movie game, whether it is an arcade draft we've been talking about. Um, Ellen and I have a couple episodes that we're talking about. So a lot going on, but we are definitely going to do the deal. So Sinister and Hamilton is what we're going to be talking about here. But let's close it out. Let's get out of here. All our listeners, hip hop heads, let us know your top five double XL freshman class rankings. Let us know at goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. That's goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. Find us on social media simply by searching Going Off Topic Podcast, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Always looking for new content, new people to interact with. So hit us up on there. Give us a follow. Head over to anythingforcredible.com for all your network needs. Like I talked about, Going Off Topic Podcast, Going Off Topic Blog, Anything for Credible Podcast. Old episodes are on there. Uh, movie Merge Podcast, Denny's doing, still rolling, getting relatively close to the end. I'm going to be hopping on there in a couple weeks. Uh, Thomas is, is cranking with What's Your Bliss. And then the Offended Podcast is back. Uh, they're, they're back to cranking out wrestling and everything else. Stoutsy came back for an episode, so make sure to check mm. that out. Anythingforcredible.com yeah, yeah. for all your network needs. Make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Shout out to Vizzer Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off topic.